Freak Nation, his name is Tyler Reddick, one of the kindest, gentlest men in a race car. He's just a great dude. I don't want to talk driving or Phoenix International Raceway. I'd rather talk children. Have you found that trying to grab a P1 isn't as difficult as raising a child? That's a fair statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, both are pretty challenging. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Your children are uh, are with you when you go home. You can leave racing and mm-hmm. get away from it. Um, when your kids are upset, you can't really get away from them. <laughs> were you one of those guys that did a lot of research, like how to raise a child no. or just like, maybe we're going to wing it kind of like I do on dirt. My girlfriend did a lot of studying and I just said, I'm just going <laughs> to show up on the first day and figure it out. So. My daughter is eight years old. Yours is two. two. And I think we've talked about this, that she's eight years old, yet she'll hop on the bed, still find a way to kick me in the junk. It's like, baby, daddy, you know this, man. So get ready for that. For six or seven years, your well, child will it's still- in, it's, He kicks me in the head, right. thankfully. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll get in bed and he'll start flying around and mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's- and he always, he, he's pretty smart about it. He'll come down at like four in the morning Oof. and not all the time, but when he does, he comes down at four in the morning and will hit you enough times to wake you up, but you're just too tired and it's too late in the night to just fight it. So just go back to bed. What do you say? Uh, son's just hop in bed, just lay down here with us. You no, he doesn't even ask. He just crawls in bed. Oh. He, you know, he kicks us as he, as he comes in, he's tired, he's flopping around and then. Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to get back. That's an off-season project. Every time he comes through that door, I'm going to get up and run him back up and into his bedroom because he's taken away from my sleep and I don't like that. <laughs> and it's innate for a child. They can't lay parallel with you. Is they gotta they're they're like a dog. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't understand. In his bed, he lays totally normal. He gets in yeah. our bed and he's got to lay sideways kicking us pushing what, what he's he's actually a he's what he what he is is a bed hog when he gets in bed he'll just start mush, moving me off to the corner right. and try and push me off the bed and then he'll turn around and then push alexa all the way to the edge and then and then stay there so she can't get away <laughs> from him so he's just a bed hog this will be your second or third off season with him it's so be my so um two so one, two. So this be a thir- this be your third off season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Zero, one, two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I guess so. I'm not good at math. Yeah. Okay. Great. I got it. That's what the engineers are for. <laughs> <laughs> With an off season in the Reddick household, you, your girlfriend, your son, uh, it's difficult, dude, my age, to shut it off. But can you shut all this off and zero in on? See. No. I mean, uh, like last year, really couldn't because there was so much change with a new car coming in and mm-hmm. testing and, and had a lot to learn in a short period of time. And so we approach mm-hmm. um, this off season here in a couple of days, it's kind of the same stuff in a, in a way, learning a new, a new, a new manufacturer, a new team. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, for as far as I'm, as far as I can see, it's going to be a busy off season trying to work through all those things and be prepared for the start of next year. Do you talk to Alexa about that? Like maybe I'm just trying, I'm trying I gave, to I already, off. already gave her a fair warning. Like, Hey, you know, last <laughs> off we off season really sucked, right? Like, yeah, we were busy. This one's probably going to be a lot of the same. Right. So yeah, she's already not happy about that. She's like, Oh, vacation, this, that. And I'm like, uh, bad news. That whole team switch thing, you know, is it's this winter. So there's going to be a lot going on. What? Uh, that's a great point. I haven't thought, Granted, I don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about you. Sometimes I do. But with the the change, with the, the team change, granted, people say, oh, it's still a NASCAR cup car. But 
everything's different from what I hear, just like yeah. any job. When you walk through the door, even when you walk up to open the door, it's just different than when you're walking in RCR. Yeah, the Not- key card won't work at <laughs> the other building. <laughs> right. It's just different. Yeah. Right? And have granted, you're still employed under contract with RCR for the you know, one more race in, through the year. Have you had a chance to go over to the other team? No, and- not yet. I mean, that that's all stuff that, that starts in the offseason. Right. Um, because because we're still competing against them for a couple more days, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's just uh, you know, it, yeah, it's still it's still a race car. It's still this next gen car. But you know, the the people that you you work with on the training side, the sim side, mm-hmm. uh, the people you work with in the shop, and how you know you set up a race car and how you go through those processes, um, their approach to the race weekends more than likely going to be different than what RCR does. Every, every team's kind of got a different way mm-hmm. of going about things. And so just, just learning that, that process and getting used to it and, and how they do things, getting used to that routine will all be really important in the off season. So when we get going at the beginning of the year for mm-hmm. basically, you know, 38 straight weeks, what it seems like, um, that you're ready to go and not caught off guard. The creature comfort again, Tyler Reddick joining us here in the freak nation, Lucas Hill studios, the creature comfort of, being with RCR for so long. It's like, again, you're in an old house. You just know where everything is. Everything feels good and cushy and, and elegant at times. I would imagine that's, that's going to be the same thing. It's like, whoa, hold on a second. This doesn't yeah. feel as comfortable. Well, I'm not going to lie. I definitely, you know, the first couple of times I was in RCR, I really got lost. But it can be a maze. It's not a lot of windows. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, the where where twenty three eleven currently is is kind of not the permanent home. It's right. a little bit smaller, so it won't be. I won't have to do as much exploring as I did trying to figure out where everything was at RCR. Um, but yeah, that just getting used to that. Like I said, getting used to that yeah. new routine um, this winter, I think, will be really important for me and and getting my schedule figured out and sorted and figuring out how I can maximize my time that I put towards racing right. uh, before the year starts, so that you know when I. I'm, I'm away from racing and I'm away from working on the car or the simulator, whatever it is. Um, I can maximize the time that I, that I have and spend at home with, with Bo and Alexa. When you started this season, we talked outside Phoenix International Raceway, you were here for a winter test and there was a lot of hope. And we've, we've talked numerous times since then. It's like, when are you going to win your freaking race? All right. You won your, you won a second race. You made it into the chase, the playoffs. All right. Rank your season. Where you sit now? What it? I don't know. It's. Um, I mean, it's been a roller coaster. It's it's had a lot of, a lot of peaks and right. a lot of valleys. Um, uh, and they've, you know, the peaks have been great, and the valleys have have been pretty pretty tough to go through, considering, you know, what we all feel like our potential is and has been this year. Uh, so you know, a lot of good moments, but a lot of frustration mixed it out. I mean, when this year is all said and done, um, you know, every as basically for the, for the next year that that we prepare and get ready for all these races you go back and go through everything and for the next year about 60% of the time we're going to be studying a race I'll be looking back at what happened and I'm going to get really pissed off because you know it was a race that got away from us or mm-hmm. something went wrong or we had a part failure or we blew a tire you know so um had a lot of good moments but but certainly there was a lot that we weren't able to capitalize on and I think it really dictated how our playoffs unfortunately came to a close early, but uh, we've continued to have speed. We've had the opportunity pretty much just about every week. Mm-hmm. You know, is it's just not not really a pattern to it. We've just been able to show up a lot of times to the racetrack with a lot of speed. Are you a driver that likes that believes that any publicity is good publicity 
for our hmm. series? Outside I mean, of something just completely out of this, off this planet. I mean, like, like what, what happened last week, for yeah. example, last weekend, Sunday with Ross, like, um, in the moment, like, I don't know if that's going to be like the best thing for us, but the amount of just attention and exposure that, yeah. that, that moment brought was, was, was awesome. It was fantastic. Really. Logano said, eh, we don't need that in our sport. Larson says it made our sport look bad. I don't get it, but. Where does Tyler sit on that? Uh, that moment and him coming up with that was was pretty incredible. Um, I think what they're more speaking to is, I guess, what I'm worried about mm -hmm. is potentially, you know, every short track that we go to in America, you know, a driver having the option to do that to mm -hmm. either win the race or, um, I mean, I guess in a playoff setting that was pretty unique right but it opens a door like okay if someone's within two three points on the last lap martinsville at the cutoff mm -hmm. race what do they do you know and um i just hate to see the entire field on the fence and no one passing anybody on the final <laughs> corner don't you um, just throw a yellow though isn't that what you do how to correct that just throw a yellow well, the race that's the last lap the race would be over so yeah i don't know what you do i really don't know what you do be interesting to see i think i feel like it's gonna have to happen a few more times yeah um, before really any big decisions are made on it. Because, I mean, the, the moment itself was great for for the sport, but it would yeah. certainly be pretty interesting to see if the guy that's dominated the the whole race at Richmond um, get get the doors blown off by the guy he's been almost able to lap <laughs> right. uh, all day long because he rode the fence through three and four. No, I get it because there are other sports, baseball, football, basketball, that they make rules to prevent things like that when they happen at first or a second or a third time. So I do believe something's going to happen because of what you're saying. The moment was cool. We relish in it. I'm getting texts and calls. And you know, when my mom is 90 years old talking about, wow, I saw that race and what that guy did. Mm -hmm. uh, that's cool. But there needs to be a precedence. <sighs> I guess we'll see. Right. I, I don't know. I, I might be wrong. Um, a little bit I talked to Ross about it. It's not the most pleasant ride that might deter some people from doing it. But uh, when you're when you're desperate and you want to run races like myself or Ross or do what it right. takes to get it done, we'll pretty much be willing to do whatever it takes. So I think we'll just have to see how it plays out in the future before, you know, I, I guess I really make a decision on how I feel about it. Because that's a the point, that, how you feel about it. That, that's the point is you have Ty Gibbs doing what he did. You have Bubba and Kyle doing what they did. You have Chastain. It's bringing these new, new eyeballs, but you've got to answer the questions for these three freaking individuals or four individuals that caused these headlines for NASCAR. I think I'm getting back to my point of any news is good news for your sport. Does that get tiresome, having to answer that question for three other cars outside of you? Um. Uh, I wouldn't say it gets tiresome, but but you do hate to see, you know, certain things play out like they did with 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 Kyle and Bubba. Mm -hmm. The 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 one that is probably the most frustrating is is what happened Saturday at at Martinsville. Um, that was that was hard to watch. Um, largely because there's a lot of short tracks in in America, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it already seems like respect really isn't where it should be on a lot of these short tracks across across our country um and when our prevere you know oval stalker racing series is racing like that mm -hmm. i feel like it just promotes it on the lower levels where uh people are putting race cars together with their life savings and, and all those things and um I, I just i hate seeing it trickle down i guess more than anything when when it does when it does happen you know 
in our sport, we can deal with it. We can move forward from it, but it does, it does hurt to see it trickle down the way it does sometimes. That's true. You emulate those that are above you and you're at the short Yeah, because they, they see it on a Saturday night and he gets away with it. Why can't I do it? Right? I did it. Yeah. Well, I can go do it next, next right. week and it's short track. Why not? If we weren't in the playoffs, would we have seen ramifications for Ty? Hmm. No, I don't think I'd. No, really Why not. Yeah, because that's just part of racing. But the significant of yeah, that I mean, that's just it's you know, in, in the past, I was actually talking about this law earlier. Like right. in the past, you know, the drivers would have taken care of this, police it themselves. You know, um, and I hope that that will will happen. Um, but you know, certainly on, on the cup side, um, it's, it's, it's pretty difficult to actually crash someone if that <laughs> makes sense. The Xfinity cars, you can get a little bit closer. You can, you can do those sort of things, but, um, you know, in, in the past, the drivers kind of police themselves and they would, you know, get it under control or not, you know, allow someone to race that way and get away with it for long. Right. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's the way I would love to see it go. Like I would love to see us kind of be able to police each other. You know, if you go dump someone out of the way and you're at the guy, the bumper, of the guy that did it to the guy ahead of him that you, you know, get him back or, you know, I just, I just hope that at some point, you know, we can kind of bully the bullies into a little bit of respect, right? Like mm-hmm. got to, got to do something. You can't just let them get away with it. Thanks bud. Thank you.